0: All right, let's get to the agate, as they say. Phillip Lindsay signed to the practice squad, and that's a good thing for the Indianapolis Colts as they head toward their opener this Sunday against the Houston Texans. We're going to talk about Gus Bradley a little bit and why Gus Bradley is a fundamentally sound defensive coordinator. We're also going to talk about Lovey Smith and what to expect from his Houston Texans as we look back at his time with the Chicago Bears and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers a couple of things become crystal clear with Levy Smith and what he likes to do. Talk about Indiana football a little bit. They got Idaho coming up this Saturday night. Idaho, you would think, would be a bit of a walkover. Maybe not. Then we're going to talk about the Pacers and the extension of their deal with Bally Sports. Mm. Not happy. Uh, the people who stream are not going to be happy with uh, with what the Pacers are doing as they have not been for years now as they have no ability to watch those games. And that's the way it goes. We'll talk about that deal and, and why fans tend to get a little bit incensed by it. This is Inside Indiana Sports Now with Kent Sterling for Tuesday, September 6, 2022. Brought to you by the great people at the Hoosier Hardwood Festival coming up this weekend. Friday at 11, Saturday and Sunday at 9. You've got auctions of great kind of like the chainsaw art, the chainsaw sculptures, and I've shown them to you all week. You see it in the little the thumbnail for this, but see that there? That is a chainsaw sculpture that we had, uh, that we bid on last year. And, of course, you know Ivan the Idol from last year. There go frogs into the pond. Absolutely wonderful. And uh, so there's... Ivan the Idol, he, on Friday, is going to school us about all things wagering related. We go to busr.ag, we make wagers from time to time, and uh, this Friday is going to be a busy day where it comes to wagering because it's the opening weekend for the regular season of professional football, and so that's what we do. In order to keep our mind alert and focused as the day goes on, because it's not just a Colts-Texans game. There are other games you've either got to have some action or you got to have fantasy football, right? or what the hell do you care what happens between like the Seahawks and the 49 ers Doesn't make any difference. We'll talk about the Chicago Bears too. Bears have solid plans to build a stadium on the site where Arlington Park used to host, host thoroughbred racing. used to go there when I was a kid. I loved Arlington Park was like magic to me. Because you you bet $2 on a horse, and you got $6 back. And it was magic. Absolutely magic. All right, let's talk about the Colts. Gus Bradley and Marcus Brady spoke to the media today. I'm going to focus primarily on Gus Bradley. Because what he had to say I, I thought was really kind of interesting, and it makes so much sense, but so few coaches actually do it. There are a lot of coaches who are all about their scheme and finding players that fit their scheme. And Gus Bradley is smart enough to know that he has got to cater his defense to the strengths of his defensive players. What do they do well? Let's put them in a position where they can succeed. A lot of guys don't do that. It it sounds asinine, doesn't it? How logical is that? That, You know, oh, we have talented guys who can do X, so let's have them go on the field. But they got to do Y. Because my scheme is genius, and my scheme is going to win us stuff. That guy gets fired 100 times out of 100, right? Speaking of fired 100 times out of 100, seven coaches were hired in the 2018 uh, offseason, the, the off season prior to the 2018 season. The two left standing, Mike Vrabel and Frank Reich. The other five, goners. Pat Shermer among them, John Gruden among them, Matt Nagy from the Chicago Bears, Among them as well. So, uh, Matt Patricia, not easy to keep a job in the NFL. Mike Vrabel and Frank Reich doing it at a relatively high level. And Frank Reich doing it without a division championship. And the work to get that division championship has got to begin Sunday. This game on Sunday is a referendum in some ways on Frank Reich and in the construct of this team. If you get beat in the opener for the ninth consecutive time at Houston, a place that is engaged in rebuilding right now, my God, what are you doing wrong? There is something fundamentally wrong with the franchise if this happens. So all equity that Frank Reich built in 18 and 20, it ain't gone, but it's close. And a loss on Sunday would erode it further because then all of a sudden you got to go down to Jacksonville to pre- and win to prevent an 0-2 start. You cannot start this season 0-2. To start this season 0-2, you got to start at 0-1. That's basic basic math. At Indiana, they teach that in Mo 14. It's an uncredit course, uh, but some people they got to play a little bit of catch up. If you go to a school that doesn't teach math very well, you've got to go down to IU, go to Mo, Mo 14, and they say 0-1. Oh, after one week, could lead to 0 and 2. 0 and 2 will never happen without 0 and 1. That's the first lecture at Mo 14 uh, class. So you've got to win this Sunday. And it, it's not hard to beat a Lovey Smith team. What Lovey wants to do is stop the run and run. Those are the two things Lovey Smith wants to do. He is going to try to shorten the game by chewing up clocks. He knows that the Colts are a better football team than his, but if he can shorten it, generate a couple of turnovers, all of a sudden he's in the game in the fourth quarter, and that's really what he wants. So he's going to run the ball, and he's going to try to stop the run. Now, running the ball means that you give it to Damian Pierce, the rookie fourth-round pick out of Florida last year. And here's the thing with Pierce. People say, oh, look out for Pierce. He ran at the combine. He ran a four-five-nine. 40. He's 5'10, 215 pounds. So he's like a much slower version of Jonathan Taylor. That's who he is. At at quarterback, you know you got Davis Mills, but Levy ain't gonna want to throw the ball. He's going to turn loose two rookie starters in the defensive backfield. Derek Stingley Jr., quarterback t- taking number three out of LSU. There's no question. That he is going to be a really, really good cornerback. Is he ready for an NFL play yet? Is he ready to stop a guy like Michael Pittman Jr.? And then you've got a safety, uh, Jalen Peter, out of. Uh, uh, he's a second round pick. Can he play? I don't know. I don't know. I never watched him play in college. So I have no idea. But you like it. I know that Marcus Brady likes this and I know that Matt Ryan likes this. Matt Ryan has played 14 years more football than either Petrie or I and I think I said Peter before it's Petrie. Petrie or Stingley. So Matt Ryan has a lot of index cards up in the noodle that he can put into play and take advantage of a relatively young secondary for the Texans. Last year, we've talked about this a million times. Colts won 31 3 and 31 0 in their two games against the Texans. Lovey Smith, there now as the head coach. He was a defensive coordinator last year. Everything with Lovey is predicated upon stopping the run. Stop the run, he, Tampa 2, right? That's kind of Lovey. And, and so if you can beat that, you're in business. Gus Bradley is going to put. As many wrinkles into his defense as he can. Davis Mills in his second year. You know what? This is, how about this? Philip Dorsett is a receiver for the Houston Texans. I didn't think he was in football anymore. Yet, there he is, playing for the Texans. 2015, we always crap on Ryan Grigson for taking uh, Philip Dorsett, 29th overall in 2015. You know what? That was a garbage draft. That was a really, really bad draft. Stephon Diggs, the one guy in that draft who has really played, and was a fifth-round guy. Not much going on in that draft. How are you doing, Mitch? Good to see you. Uh, this game really should belong to the Colts. The Colts should dominate this game. They should win the, the spread on BUSR is minus 8, Colts minus 8. Colts should be able to cover that without much of a problem unless a lot goes wrong. You got a new defensive coordinator. You got a new quarterback. You got a rookie wide receiver. You got some uncertainty at left tackle. You got some reasons for doubt if you're a Colts fan, but the Texans have many more reasons for doubt than the Colts do. Indiana football, you got Idaho coming to Memorial Stadium fresh off a very competitive game against Washington State. They only lost 24 17. You think Indiana should absolutely crush. Idaho. After the game that they won against Illinois, and it's a win and we never apologize for winning, I have no expectations whatsoever for this football team that would surprise me. Like, uh, If they lost to Idaho, I'd be stunned. No, I would not be. If they lost to Western Kentucky, I'd be stunned. No. If they won both those games, I wouldn't be stunned either. I have no idea what this team is going to be moving forward. I do know this that if you're going to run the ball 26 times, you better account for more than 32 yards. And that's what happened to the Hoosiers on Friday night against Illinois. 26 rushes, 32 yards. You have got to be able to run the ball against Idaho. you got to be able to run the ball against Western Kentucky. Let's go Hoosiers. Give Tom Allen all the more reasons to go out and celebrate after after big wins against Idaho and Western Kentucky. All right, let's talk about the Bears. Bears, they've got a lease at Soldier Field that runs through 2033. But they want to build a stadium, a dome stadium, in advance of that in Arlington Heights on the grounds where Arlington uh, Park Racetrack used to be. They can get out of that lease with the Chicago Park District as soon as 2026 for $84 million. They are bound, bound and determined to leave the city of Chicago and I don't blame them. They're going to build their own house. I don't blame them for that either. Here's what I would do. If I were an enterprising journalist in Chicago, I would look at real estate transactions that took place prior to the uh, announcement that the Bears were going to buy the pro- the Arlington Park property. I would see exactly who bought that property Mm. would be very interesting. That's all I'm going to say about that. Anyway, the Bears say no public funding for direct stadium construction. Uh, You know what? And that's fine. There's going to be governmental funding around the stadium, but not the stadium. Because when you invite the government to participate in building the stadium, paying for a stadium to be built... The government is also going to want to participate in sucking funding out of it. Sucking the revenue out that the Bears generate. And the Bears want no part of that, and I don't blame them. The Bears have gone to school. The entire NFL has gone to school over what Stan Kroenke has done with the Los Angeles Rams. Stan Kroenke, really, really smart guy. Really smart. All right, the Pacers and Valley Sports have come to an agreement on an extension. Here are the bullet points of the extension. Carriage is going to remain the same. So if you've got cable via Comcast or AT&T, somebody like that, Spectrum, you're gonna to continue to get Valley Sports as part of your basic tier package. If you stream on a service other than DirecTV Stream, and that's what we've got is TV Stream because I wanna watch Pacers basketball and Cubs baseball. And that's the only streaming service that has a deal in place with Sinclair and uh, and and that kind of cabal that runs all the ballys and and runs Marquee, I want to watch, and so I are, I'm doing business with them. Why? I don't know. I guess I'm a glutton for punishment. The announcing team is going to stay the same. That, according to Scott Agnes of Fieldhouse Files, uh, you're going to have uh, Kristen Airy, Quinn Buckner, Jeremiah Johnson, Eddie Gill i got to tell you the truth. I love all of these guys as human beings. I know Kristen I know Jeremiah. I know Eddie a little bit. I don't really know Quinn that much. I love them. But their voices at this point, as this rebuild continues to unfold, uh, I equate with defeat. I don't... I, I think, oh, no. God, another Connecticut spot. My God. Daenerys and his dogs, when are they going to shut up? I equate everything that happens with those broadcasts with the unhappiness of watching the Pacers lose. I can't, uh, and I know these guys. I mean, I like Chris Daenery, I like Jeremiah. I like Eddie. And to the extent I know him, I like Quinn. But that broadcast drives me nuts. Hopefully, they start to win games. So I start to equate their work with victory. And, and with success, because in its absence, I think, oh, oh boy, I don't want to hear them anymore at all. I saw Jeremiah the other day at Smoothie King up in Fishers. Wonderful guy. Had a great conversation. Wonderful dude. Anyway, um, Belly Sports is also going to offer uh, an over-the-top streaming service for 20 bucks a month. Grotesquely overpriced. Way overpriced. Wrong price point. People aren't going to do it. They pay what do they pay like 10 bucks a month for Netflix? I'm 82 Pacers games. Why am I going to pay that much for like you know 200 hours of programming when uh, my wife watches Netflix? I uh, Netflix produced a documentary on you know an ant farm in our backyard, and it was 16 parts. My wife had watched it this weekend. She watches everything on Netflix. And it's $10 a month, and you can kind of share it, if you don't mind. You know what I mean? You can also get it for $190 a year. Great. You know? At any rate, the deal's done. We hope that the Pacers start winning. Go Colts! Let's go! And Tom Allen... We want him kicking. Woo! Woo! We beat the vandals! Woo! Ring the bell, Freddy! Ring the bell, Scott Dolson! Raise the flag! Woo! It's my Tom Allen impersonation. Breakfast to Kent tomorrow.